Welcome to Jim Galliano's Building a Better Web Presence podcast. Build something better with less moving parts, less overhead, and less headaches. Hey everyone, this is Jim Galliano. Thanks for joining me for today's podcast episode. It is a rainy day here in Southwest Florida right now, and it's pouring outside. And about an hour ago, there was a tornado warning came through on our cell phones. And uh, so I'm not sure if the sound of the rain, the pounding driving rain is going to come through on this recording or not. I guess we'll see. It is in the high 70s here, which is pretty nice. As a side note, we don't get tornado warnings that often and getting them through as a text message or as a phone call is something that they recently started doing, I would say within the last handful of years. It's not hurricane season either, so it's rare to see a tornado warning come through around this time of the year. I think our hurricane season starts sometime in the beginning of June, if I'm correct, and I know it runs through September. So hopefully 2023 will be a good year as far as that goes. Anyway, it's good to be here with you again today. I want to share with you some thoughts on how ChatGPT can help you improve what you're already doing. I know there's a lot of talk about AI out there, what it does, what it doesn't do, the different types of options that you have. And most people are talking about it more or less from a theoretical standpoint, which is fine. I understand that when you present a subject that's new to a lot of people, sometimes you're going to paint in maybe broader strokes. But I also want to share some thoughts with you about this specifically because I've been using ChatGPT since we closed out 2022, and I've been using it daily, sometimes spending several hours a day just bringing it through the paces, seeing what it can do, seeing what it can't do. And as a result, here we are now, you might as well say mid-March. And having used it daily, I can say honestly that it's created an entire new level of value for my client base. I'm doing this. You can do it too. It's transformed several of my processes. So I want to jump into this topic today, sharing it with you. Now, this is something that I would usually probably just talk about with my one-on-one clients, but this information is out there. And I think that rather than put something like this together in a course and charge for it, I think it's better that, especially when I look at this podcast as me talking to you, that if you're willing to invest the time listening to this episode, then I want to give you as much value as possible. And like I said, I've benefited from this financially myself. So I want to just put it out there for you so that you can jump in and not hold back and not wait if you're able to do so, if you're able to get involved with what ChatGPT and some of these other platforms are offering right now. Now, before we go any further, today's episode is sponsored by two of my own marketing resources, the Digital Strategist Newsletter and the One-to-Many System. The Digital Strategist Newsletter is my monthly newsletter, which is released at the end of every month, usually on the 23rd or the 24th. It's absolutely free, and it's designed to give you some insights that can help you think through your own 
marketing strategies and options because there's a lot of stuff out there. So if you haven't already, head over to jimsnewsletter.com. That's jimsnewsletter.com. Sign up. It's absolutely free and back issues are available there as well. That's not all. If you're still struggling to build a complete marketing and sales system for your business, that's why I created the One to Many System. It's available at onetomanysystem.com. And the program is designed to remove all the guesswork and confusion so that you can build a successful website and marketing strategy. I'm talking about the machine that is beneath the surface. I'm not talking necessarily about one style versus another style, but the mechanism itself. Once you learn the framework, you can apply it to any of your future projects as well as to client projects. So visit OneToManySystem.com to learn more about that today. All right, let's talk about this. Now, in recent years, AI, artificial intelligence, has been making a lot of noise across multiple industries, most industries. And I want to focus a little bit today on the content creation industry because ChatGPT is an AI-powered language model. It was developed by a company called OpenAI, and it is quickly becoming, some may say it has already become the go-to tool for serious professional content creators who are looking to get in on the front end with the idea of creating not just more content, but very high quality content in much less time. So ChatGPT works by using something called machine learning algorithms to analyze and generate text based on the input that it receives. It has capabilities to do things such as text generation, it can summarize large amounts of information, it can answer questions, and this is just scratching the surface. So if you're a freelancer, if you're a website developer, a coach, if you're using content to market your own business, then this is something that you seriously want to look into. It's something that you want to become familiar with. Now, I jumped in willing to invest hours of time, and it just seemed like a natural extension to what I was already doing. And here I am four months down the line, and I can say it can be transformative for your business, especially if you're a one or two person type of setup. Now, let me go into this a little bit further. If you're a website developer, you can use ChatGPT to generate content, not only for your own website, but for your client websites also. Now, if you've ever gone and looked at, let's say a website design template, there are a lot of great templates out there. Generate Press has them. Cadence Theme has them, Beaver Builder, Elementor, Divi, whatever type of tool you're talking about, they all have some nice design templates that you can choose from in order to expedite the completion of your website. So whether you're creating it for yourself or you're creating it for a client, what happens? What's the next step? The next step is usually, and now this is especially true if you're dealing with a client, either they don't have enough text or they have too much text. It's never just the right amount. So when you look at a design, for example, that a professional designer has put together, and you look at the front page and you see a subheadline, a headline, and four lines of text beneath that, if you change that in any way, for example, you can't decide what kind of subheadline to put in, so you delete that, 
and you just use the headline. And then it has, in the example, five lines of text, but you have 20 lines of text, so you put that in, and you do that for each section. What you wind up with at the end is a completely different looking design from the original design that you decided on. It's the, th it's the same thing with the photos. For example, if you remove the photos that came with the template with your own photos, sometimes you cannot capture or maintain that original look or feel that made that design so enticing in its original form. Now this is where AI can really help you tremendously. For example, let's say that I'm just going to use testimonials as an example. You look at a website design template and what happens? You have, let's say, five testimonials. They each have a nice professional photograph with them. And then underneath, they all have equal amounts as far as the text goes. And it's, of course, it's the lorem ipsum text. So one of the first things that I used ChatGPT for was to take a bunch of testimonials that I had that I wanted to use in a nice, even type of design. And I wanted to make sure that there were even or equal amounts of text, visually speaking, in this design, all the way across from left to right. So some people may have had a testimonial that included eight sentences. Some people may have, may have had testimonials that only included two. But I wanted to have uniform four all the way across. And so what I would do is I would tell ChatGPT, to basically rewrite this testimonial. Now, of course, this was just a test. If this was a real testimonial that I was using in a real project, let me back up for a minute and say this. They were real testimonials. They were my testimonials that I wanted to experiment with in a new design. But I wanted to see what ChatGPT was capable of doing. So I gave it testimonials from real clients at various lengths, and I told ChatGPT to adjust each testimonial so it would fit within a space of X number of lines, and it did it within a matter of seconds. Now, many times people would send me testimonials in the past that were uh, very long. They wanted to really dig into what it was that made me a great pe person to work with, and I appreciate that. But when it comes to design, one of the things that a lot of web designers struggle with is if you see a design, let's use templates again as an example, and you want to maintain that same look or feel after you've put your own content and your own images in, a lot of times one of the most difficult hurdles to clear is the amount of text that you have. You either have too much or you don't have enough. And this is where ChatGPT can really shine for you as a website developer, as a website designer. It can take text, matter of fact, it's especially good if you're dealing with someone, a business owner, let's say, who isn't a writer, or if you yourself are not a writer, you can say, this is what I would like to say, but I need to say it within X number of words or using X number of characters. Can you please reword this? I'll give you a real life example. So about a month and a half ago, working with a client in Los Angeles, and we're trying to set things up for an interview with CBS News. So CBS News was doing a story of my client, and my client speaks English as a second language. So they asked me if I would basically ghostwrite for them in communication with the editor at CBS News. So I asked him, what exactly do you want to say? And I took that information, I put it into ChatGPT, and I said, can you word this in a friendly yet professional 
style. And I got the information back. I reread it. I changed a word or two. And then I put the original information back in again and said, can you rewrite this using this style? I'm going to be sending it to the head editor of CB. I went really into detail with the writing prompts. Now, when we're talking about AI and ChatGPT in particular, you're talking about a program that works like you're communicating with a real person. So in other words, if you and I were chatting, going back and forth, and I wanted you to help me with something, your ability to help me would be contingent upon me being able to give you accurate information or enough information. So if I asked you to help me do something and I'm only going to give you one or two sentences, then you're gonna to have to do your best to figure out what it is that I'm really trying to get as the end result. But if we're chatting, again, remember it's called chat GPT then I can take the time and I can really spell out for you what it is that I want, why I want it. I can also include what I don't want and why I don't want it and then ask you, do you understand what I'm saying? And then you will reply based on the information that I gave you. ChatGBT works just like that. It's like having a personal assistant. A matter of fact, if you say thank you for the information it gives you, it will say you're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome. So just something to, just a little side note there. And so what I was able to do, one of the first things I was able to do with it was, regardless of what type of artwork that I was working with, when it came to the text involved with that, I was able to get say what I wanted to say using the number of characters, the number of lines, have that same feeling, sometimes Informal, sometimes formal, sometimes in the style of a magazine editor, sometimes in the style of a specific historic writer. For example, if I wrote, let's say, a paragraph of text, and I wondered, I wonder how this text would read if Ernest Hemingway wrote it, or if Stephen King wrote it, or if Charles Bukowski wrote it, I can ask it to write in any of those styles. And believe it or not, when you compare them side by side, you will see, especially if you're familiar with that writer, you will see the style. If I ask it to write in the style of a professional magazine editor, it will give me that content back again. If I ask to write on a sixth grade level, it will write on that level, the same level I believe that most newspapers, most journalists write at. It's a very, very basic level. So website developers, designers can use ChatGPT to generate content for websites quickly, easily, effectively. You can input whatever keywords that you want that are related to your specific industry or specific topics. And ChatGPT will generate paragraphs, entire articles, headlines, whatever it is that you need. And this can help designers and developers same time and focus on other aspects that are involved in the web development process. Similarly, a coach can use ChatGPT to generate content for social media channels, blogs, newsletters. They can input whatever prompts or questions that are related to their coaching niche. And ChatGPT will generate engaging content that will resonate with that audience. And even if it's 90% perfect, you can still jump in there and tweak the other 10%. Or you can tell ChatGPT whatever it left out and ask it to rewrite that entire article again, and it will do that. But this is going to be tremendously helpful for busy individuals who want to establish themselves maybe as thought leaders and drive more engagement on social media, but they just don't have the time and the energy and the bandwidth to do it. If you're a writer, 
ChatGPT has, I mean, it can revolutionize the way you do things. It can generate everything from content ideas, like I said, entire articles. You can input a specific topic within a topic and have it just generate maybe a few paragraphs that you're going to add to something that you've already created. Or there have been times where, again, if you write something choppy or English isn't your first language or it's the end of a busy day and you have to write an important email and you're not sure how to word something, you want to sound friendly yet professional, again, you can use ChatGPT for that too. So overall, its capabilities have already proven to be invaluable for many content creators. And at the end of the day, you can say whatever you want about crappy content because there's a lot of crappy content out there. However, if you know what you're talking about, you know your topic inside out, then ChatGPT will just extend your ability to do more and do it at a higher level because it's not only does it have the accuracy 9900 times in the speed, but it just makes it useful for you to do things that you just didn't have the time to do before because, again, sometimes if you're working on a project, when you're done with that project, Maybe there's four or five hours left in your workday, but you're just burnt out. You just put all your time and energy into doing that specific job. And the thought of jumping into another project right there is just, it's a no-go. So this is where I've used ChatGPT to jump in and to do project work that wouldn't have normally been done until a day or two in the future. I can do it now because I know it's not going to take a lot of time and a lot of energy. And sure, I go over all of the content. I ask it to rewrite content. I'm not just saying one or two words, printing out a bunch of text, copying and pasting it and moving on. I'm using it at, like anything else, like a tool. Website designers and developers used to do a lot of coding by hand, but then tools became available to help them get the job faster, get the job done quicker, faster, more accurately. So Looking at some of the features and capabilities, yes, it has programming abilities, coding abilities, but we're talking about in the context here, most of you who listen, you're a content creator of some kind. You're a designer, freelancer, coach, consultant. In the big picture, you're going to be generating text or need to generate text for your own projects, for client projects, for products you create, product descriptions. And when you factor in chat GPT into this equation, you can write in possibly a more descriptive language if you're going to create a product description. I know for myself, again, looking at this concept of having a limited amount of bandwidth in any given day and working on a project early in the morning, by the time you get to, let's say, after lunch, the energy isn't quite there. The creativity is maybe from 100% fall into about 80%. And sometimes we just get things done to get them done, and we don't put the same effort into, let's say, a headline or a product description or into creating more impactful or persuasive words for marketing materials that we would have if that was something we worked on in the beginning of the day. So in that respect, I look at ChatGPT as in basically the same light that I would look at having a full-time employee on board that was both a sounding board, an assistant writer, do you, do you understand where I'm coming from with this? Do you see what an advantage that this could be for you? Now, I know on the opposite end of the scale, people are saying it's going to replace jobs. I don't even really want to touch that at this point. Right now, I'm going to look at it as a tool that you can use to create better content, more consistent content, and more of both of the above 
on an ongoing basis, consistency, whether you're a blogger or whether you're creating videos, that is the one issue that so many people deal with. Now, if you're in, let's say, the e-commerce niche, product descriptions are as important as they are. If you're not a writer, do you think that possibly an AI would do a better job than you would? Or we can look at other examples that we could apply this to, like email marketing copy. How many times, I don't know how many times I've heard people say that the reason why they don't send out emails more frequently or consistently is because they don't know what to say. They don't know how to say it, and so they don't say anything at all. That's not you, of course, but I'm sure you know people like that. Now, there are limitations to ChatGPT, of course. Now, I'm sure it's going to get better with time. It's already really, really good, but it does have some limitations. Occasionally, it will produce some inaccurate information. And what I found personally is that the information that was inaccurate was due to a lack of understanding between the question that I asked and the response that I received. So sometimes... It can misunderstand the context or the tone of the content that you're giving it. So just think about a chat with a live person. The conversation, let's say, begins with you, and you're going to type in a message of some kind. You're going to make a statement. You're going to give details, or perhaps you'll be vague. So it all starts with what's called the prompt, and the prompt that you use will generate the content or the response. And and based on that prompt... That's going to affect the quality or the relevance of what ChatGPT is going to produce. So make sure to be as specific as possible. And you can test it out for yourself. You can be specific. You can be general. And you can ask it to rewrite sections. You can ask it to change the tone of a specific section. For example, the other day, a friend of mine has a foodie magazine. And she was telling me that she was behind as far as the editing goes. And she was looking for hopefully someone to fill in some of the space that we needed as far as content generation goes for the month. And I told her that I had a writer that could write Italian-American recipes that would be a great fit. Of course, that writer was me. I just didn't tell her I was going to use ChatGPT. And so what I did was I asked ChatGPT to create an article based on some of the Italian-American favorite foods And then I asked it to create some recipes. And when it created the recipes, I thought, can you rewrite the recipe? And then I worded it, of course. I told it to do it. I thought the average person who's a newbie and looks at this, they don't know what temperature to put the oven on or what amounts of these specific ingredients need to be added to this recipe or even what beginner mistakes that most people make that you need to watch out for. And so I said, can you include all of this information? And rewrote everything, specifically answering those questions. So what I had was a very unique piece of content based on the questions, based on my input. So that's what I mean by talking about using the right prompts. I sent the article to her. It was about 1,300 words. And I put a pen name on the top. My first name and the last name was my favorite type of pasta. It's called Didalini. It's used in pasta vazul and a few other things. So I gave her that and she said, this is incredible. This is going to be our lead article. Who is, who is this guy? And I said, it was me. And she said, how did you, this was brilliant. This is brilliant. And she knows I'm not a foodie. Matter of fact, I have a very limited diet, but I do understand Italian American dishes very well because I grew up in an Italian-American family where we, we would critique 
all of these dishes like lasagnas and baked zitis and the way uh, lega lamb was made and different things like that. So I knew to ask the questions to get the kind of input that I wanted to have a high quality article. And so, yeah, she was absolutely amazed by it. So yeah, the right writing prompts do make a difference. Also, you have to consider the fact that there are different types of content formats. So a blog post is going to look differently, read differently than a social media post, which is going to look and read differently from an email newsletter. So just make sure that you tell it to produce the right type of format based on the content that you're looking to create. Now, I will say this. I do think it's worth making the effort to add your own voice to whatever type of content ChatGPT is going to be generating for you ongoing. Now, I'm not necessarily talking about things like product descriptions or not even headlines or subheadlines so much as I am long form types of content. With that type of content, I think if possible, now if you hate writing, maybe there is an exception there, but if possible, if connecting with your audience is important and it should be important to you, especially on a, if you're building your personal brand, I think it's important to make sure that you do add your personality, original thoughts, personal perhaps little nuances here and there to the content so that it is uniquely yours, even though I believe ChatGPT now can create original pieces of content just based on the input that you give it without that much effort. Of course, some information, certain recipes, for example, are more uh, factual, data-driven, and if you compare one recipe to another, maybe they're 90% the same. For example, lasagna recipes, maybe there's one or two items that are a little bit different, but other types of data connected with that piece of information are going to be more or less the same. But we're in the early days of it, and that's one of the things that it's easy to lose sight of. It's a new tool. It's only been in, in the public sector now for, what, four months? Not even half a year yet. So I do see it as improving over time. I mean, nobody really knows now what it might be capable of doing two, three, or four years into the future. But as it stands right now, we have a powerful tool in ChatGPT. It can be used by freelancers, web developers, designers, coaches, writers, anyone who wants to generate high-quality content quickly and efficiently. It doesn't matter what niche you're in. It doesn't matter what the topic is. It has that advanced machine learning algorithm so that it can analyze and understand the context of what it is that you're asking it to do and what type of content you would like produced. If you're not happy with what you get, you can ask it to rewrite the content, but to include other types of information in there. For example, I created a recipe using ChatGPT. And I noticed that it didn't include the exact measurements of each of the ingredients. It just named the ingredients. Also, it didn't have the temperature in Celsius and in Fahrenheit, in case some of the readers understand Celsius while others only understand Fahrenheit. And it rewrote the piece to include all of that information. And that said, I look at it also like this. We have design templates, but design templates have not replaced designers. Take Canva, for example. Has that put graphic designers out of work? We have website templates, plus we have platforms like Wix and Squarespace and others. Has that put web designers out of work? Has that put web developers out of work? People that work with WordPress, for example, no. So the argument can be made that if you are a professional designer, 
if you are a website developer, that all of these tools improve your workflow. Yes, I know that there are some people that will choose one of these other options that are out there and just bypass designers or freelancers altogether. And that's fine because in the grand scheme of things, those people would probably never invest in hiring professionals anyway. So at least this gives them an opportunity at wherever they are at, in their own careers and with their own businesses to get a final result using one of these other tools. I don't see chat GPT as a complete replacement for human writers. I see it as a valuable tool for enhancing what you already have, what you already know, and what you're able to produce. It's just a versatile tool. So now, although we didn't get into the topic of all the various competing AIs out there, AIs are showing up in various forms, some focusing on content creation and coding. Others are designed to function more in the area of graphic design, others for video creation, others for music. And yes, it will eliminate the need for some people to outsource certain jobs in the marketplace. However, most of you, like myself, you're either a business owner already or you're in the process of becoming one. If you own your own business and you're willing to invest time in learning these new tools now, think about how you can benefit from these tools down the road. Because I sincerely believe that the average person is not going to take the time to learn how to use these tools with any type of depth in order to get the very most out of them. Kind of like a musical instrument. Some people play for a hobby. Then we have the complete other side of the spectrum where some people will become professional. They'll be selling their music on Spotify or wherever. So that's about all for today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you think it will help a friend, as always, please go ahead and share the episode link with them, or you can send them to jimgalliano.com forward slash podcast. Back episodes are available there as well. I really appreciate the sharing of this podcast. It enables me to reach people who I would otherwise probably never reach. So thank you again. Thanks for listening. Have a great rest of your week, and I'll talk to you later.